What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Skate Church Movement Podcast. I'm your host, Derek Shadow, and with me, as usual, in our Florida studios is my dude, Brandon Baker. <laughs> Alive in the scene, keeping it real. Yo, if you are new to this um, to this podcast, welcome. We are glad you're here. Uh, today, our topic is, what is the Trinity? Very loaded topic, very big. It's going to be interesting to see how we can kind of do this in about 10 minutes, but hey, we're gonna make it happen because what we want to do is give you a little, um, a little preview over who is, the, uh, what is the Trinity, and what that all means for us, and what's why it's important. So, uh, if this is your first time here, again, welcome. If you uh, haven't checked out the website, skatechurchmovement.com, check it out. We have a couple Q and A videos on there. We have all fifty-two of these devos on there that you can use as a personal skate devotion. Fifty-two devos written by skaters for skaters. Uh, you can use it for yourself or use it to go and teach in the skate parks. Just like how we're doing lessons right now, you guys can take these things, take them to the skate parks, teach your skaters. Yeah, these basics of just Christian foundations. We'll just get right into this thing and talk about what is the Trinity. So, Brandon, kick us off. Derek, I need you to break down for me what a tray flip is. A tray flip, my friend. So, I always say it is a 360 shove and a kick flip. And I guess if you could add another thing in there, I'll throw an Ollie in there because you got to get the you gotta get the board off the ground first. So, technically, you got to get that exactly. Ollie. Right. Three shove, kick flip. Right there. You said it. Ollie, three shove, kick flip. That's what it is. Now, now, okay. But before I go on, Derek, now I'm just curious as a personal thing about you. Are you of the shove it flip, shove it kick flip, or a varial kick flip? I'm in varial kickflip, although I did learn how to do those through Willie Santos' uh, Transworld Trick Tip VHS tapes back in the day, and he called it kickflip shove it, and I felt weird. I, I called it that. I was like, oh, yeah, I can kickflip shove it. And then I played Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2, and that taught me how to call it varial kickflip. So I call it varial flips, yeah. Interesting. I actually call them dog flips. I heard Mikey Taylor say it once, and I was like, that's the funniest name for the trick that everyone dogs on, so I'm going to call it the dog flip, too. Word. And Mikey Taylor rules. Exactly. Man, respect. <laughs> respect. All right. So going on with that, that is a simple way for us to understand three separate tricks. When put together, makes one individual distinct trick. So that is a very simplified way to help go into the topic of the Trinity, which is three distinct parts that make up one full being. Yeah, I always kind of joke. It's like Neapolitan ice cream in a way. It's like chocolate, vanilla, strawberry, but it's all one kind of ice cream. But it's three separate flavors in one giant yeah. tub of ice cream. Right. I'm sorry if that sounds a little obscure, or a little. I know, but I'm just trying to put yeah. it in perspective for you. Uh, if you're new, new to all this jazz, but but what's cool about the 360 flip is like if you take one of those tricks out of that trick, if you take out the three shove, all you have is a kick flip. If you take out the kick flip, all you got is that three shove. You take you, out the ollie, nothing's happening. You, it's like some weird pressureish kind of flip. I'm not really sure but you need all three in order to be what you want it to be in the same way it's like you take out one aspect of the trinity or one person of the trinity you don't have it. it's like so we have you know god the father we have jesus the son and we have the holy spirit who is the advocate and so i look at that and say well what is it like if we take one of those people out of the equation what do we have if we take god out of the equation we no longer have a creator. Like we don't have a father. We don't have the right. creator who brought us into existence. We don't have the father who gave us the son, which is Jesus. So you take Jesus out of the equation, then you no longer have that sacrifice that was laid out for us to no longer create that barrier between us and God. Like without Jesus, like we're still enemies of God without Jesus. Like we are still dead in our sins and we are, yeah, we're, we stand condemned. And then without the Holy Spirit, there's no way to be filled up with power to 
walk out this life that Jesus called us into. Like he set us free from sin, but without the Holy Spirit, it's like, dude, we lack power to be able to walk in that freedom that he gives us. He's like, dude, I gave you freedom, walk in that. And on our own strength, like, dude, we're going to fall, but we need Holy Spirit to guide us. And the Bible calls the Holy Spirit a helper in all times. So that's what we need as we go through life. We need all three of them um, working together as one. And we see that in numerous ways throughout scripture. Dude, I really like the the route that you took with that because honestly, you found a way to really simplify it down to uh, a nice minimum of like, this is what it is. And something that is important to say is like, even though the word Trinity is not mentioned in the Bible at all, each of these distinct members of the Trinity is. And so if we weren't to believe in one, then why would we even trust in the Bible? Like if this is what is said is true, then it's something that we have to believe in. But our brains are just so imperfect and we're subject to, to something that is so finite that we can't handle an infinite God. So we've compartmentalized him into these three ways that we've seen him. And I think Paul has done one of the best ways to consolidate that for me to help me understand better each aspect of the Trinity. Uh, he says this in the end of 2 Corinthians 13 when he's closing out um, his letter to them. And he says, may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Hey. He mentions all three and he assigns one word with each of them to help better understand what the, the attribute is, like what you were saying, Derek. So he mm-hmm. says specifically grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the grace, the gift that was given to us when he put himself on the cross to die for our sins when we didn't deserve it. Then we have the love of God. When we turned our back from him, he still stayed present and allowed us every opportunity to make amends really and to be with him. He never departed from us. And then we have the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. And as you were saying, it's that that power that fills us when Jesus died and he ascended, he still left a piece of him to be with every single one of us so that any chance that we think we couldn't do it, he is still there reminding us how to get back on track. He is still there to be that lamp under our feet. He is still there to be with us, even if we haven't even heard the scripture. It's like our conscience. Whenever we have that feeling of, of guilt, whenever we do something wrong, that pit in our stomach, maybe we were told by our parents, don't do this thing. Or maybe we haven't encountered it before, but we just feel something wrong with our tummy whenever we do it. That's the Holy Spirit. Like That's the only way to describe something. It's that illogical feeling that just makes sense is probably provided by the Holy Spirit. Paul found a way to simply say it all in one verse, attributing one word to each aspect that has helped me understand it better. The funny thing is, is we're saying all of these things and you still might be like competing with yourself and saying, okay, you're saying three distinct things. How are these one specific thing? Well, you're probably not the only person who's not understood that before. When Jesus himself was trying to describe his relationship to God, to the Pharisees and the other Jews, their reaction was not, oh yeah, that makes sense. You and God, like kind of the same guy, but father-son thing that's going on. No, no. Their reaction was picking up a rock and about to throw it at him in which he Mm -hmm. said, do you not see what I'm doing? I am with God as the father is with me, is what he said to them in John 10. He keeps trying to paint the picture for them, illustrating in various ways using a shepherd and its flock and the gate that is around it, trying to help them understand. And they just couldn't understand it because we're so limited. We're so limited in trying to understand a limitless God. And even they couldn't understand it. And he just said, all right, then look at the works that I do that that testify what the father has said. And then you will understand. And then he just kept going. Yeah. What's cool, like when we're talking about, you know, what is the Trinity? We're not trying to explain all the mysteries of the universe and all the deep intricacies of what it means to be a Godhead three in one, because there's a lot we can get into with that. But really, the purpose of like what we're trying to discuss here is that just understanding more about like the beauty of knowing each different character of God. 
and knowing how that, you know, in God, we should be just, you know, giving thanks to God, the father, to walking in the teachings of Jesus, and then actually boldly living out the freedom um, that we can live out through Christ with the Holy Spirit as our helper and as our guide. You know, I, I love to think back at the beginning of creation. I never even looked at this for the longest time, but like in the beginning, in chapter one of Genesis, it says, you know, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Mm-hmm. And while he created the heavens and the earth, it says the spirit of God, the Holy Spirit was hovering over the waters. So it's like right there in the very beginning of the Bible, you see those two, the Father and the Holy Spirit, working in correlation with one another in the creation of the universe. And shortly after that, in chapter one as well, when they're, they're creating man, I never even noticed this, but it says, let us make mankind in our image and in our likeness. And I was like, huh, what the heck? Why is God talking in some weird plural form right now? Why is he saying us? Why is he saying our? Because there was a unity of the the three separate beings as one creating in the beginning. There was God, the father, there was Jesus, the son, and there was the Holy spirit. And What's so cool is even fast forward to the New Testament in John chapter one, you see in the beginning was the word, the word was with God, the word was God. And not only that, but it says, you know, he was with God in the beginning and through him, all things were made. It's like, dude, like that's even saying too, that the son was there as well. Um, And again, if he's made, if we're making mankind in our image and our likeness, I mean, Jesus came like a man, like he was born, um, you know, into this you know, real, fully human, fully divine self. And I love that. So looking at it that way, it's like, dang, dude, like they were together back then when the creations of the uh, earth were made. And then they're still in communion uh, when Jesus comes and walks on earth. And even after he's gone, we're able to have fellowship with God, with Jesus through Holy Spirit today, all these years later, because as we always say in almost every episode, Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. And I'm super hyped on that. So I want to leave you guys with one one special verse here in John chapter 14, uh, verse 26, it says, this is Jesus talking and he says, but the advocate, the Holy spirit, whom the father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. So that's Jesus flat out saying, dude, I'm going to give you this Holy spirit, but it's after I leave, I'm going to give you Holy spirit. And it's going to be from my father is going to send it to you after I leave. So it's like all three things being mentioned in that same verse. But the ne- but the necessity of Holy Spirit is that Jesus is going to come and teach us all these things. But Holy Spirit is going to keep reminding us of Jesus' teaching and let us boldly walk it out to the uh, yeah to the end of the age. So, but that in a nutshell, guys, is what the Trinity is: God the Father, Jesus the Son, and Holy Spirit, who is our helper, our advocate, always fighting on our behalf and speaking on our behalf when we don't even know what to pray. Holy Spirit will speak through us um, to whoever needs it. Yeah, man, that's all that in a nutshell. Brandon, anything else you want to add before we uh, t- tie this one up in a bow? Because we're going to go in more detail in the upcoming lessons about more about who is the Holy Spirit. It's one of my favorite things to talk about is who is Holy Spirit and how we get to have this relationship and what does it look like to walk with his leading. Mm-hmm. But uh, yes, yeah, so we'll yeah. get into a bunch more of those on a deeper level too. But anything for uh, for this one, Brandon? Yeah, I just think it's uh, we're giving you guys just the the surface, the tip of the iceberg with this because this is something we want to allow you guys to take the opportunity to explore with your skaters. Whenever they have questions rise up, take the time to dive into the Bible with them to help understand this better because people are devoting their entire lives to trying to break down the Trinity and further understand it more. People get their doctorates focusing entirely on this subject alone. So here's just the short version of it that hopefully can encourage conversation in your groups. 
because that's ultimately what our goal here is with the skate church movement is to start conversation and make it more comfortable to talk about jesus christ god the father and the holy spirit in the skate park and out of the skate park Dude, so that's all we have for you guys this week. Next week, we're going to be talking about uh, comparing God to us. Like, what is God in relation to us? Man, again, all these doozies of this, these uh, last few weeks. Yeah, again, if you guys have any questions or you're going to be a part of this podcast, we have a couple more interviews coming up, scheduled up with some homies. I am super stoked to get those underway and get those out to y'all because I know we very encouraged and built up by this conversation. So, but yeah, without further ado, I'm just going to close up shop here, but thank you guys so much for listening. If you haven't checked the website, check it out and um, yeah, allow it to be just a blessing to you and hopefully you can find encouragement in it and uh, hopefully these lessons build you up and build your skaters up as well. Um, all we're trying to do is just bring kingdom uh, into the skate parks because we know the skate world needs, needs Jesus and just needs some hope out there. So, Um, So go out there, be bold, be a light, and um, yeah, until next time, keep pushing forward.